Hello everybody, this is Dean DaCosta, The Search Authority. Today I want to talk about something very, very interesting, and, and it's basically interviewing. It's something that we didn't get into a whole lot um, prior to now, and everybody has their own idea about interviewing. You know, when you interview a candidate, how do you want to go about interviewing the candidate? Do you want to do it based on... Um, the resume? Do you want to do it based on maybe their um, background? How do you actually want to go ahead and do it? Now, my own thoughts on it is it's a little bit of everything, to be quite honest with you. Um, I believe interviewing is something that uh, is one of the most interesting things out there in that, number one, we as recruiters, we tend to forget that interviewing is a two-way street. It's not just one side or the other side. It's both. They're interviewing us to decide if they want to be here and they want the job. We're interviewing them to decide if they deserve to have the job or we want to give it to them. So that's the first problem that I see with uh, interviewing. I think that uh, we as recruiters and staff professionals sometimes forget, you know what, they're interviewing us too. The other thing with interviewing is I think we tend to get a little too weird with it. We tend to, oh my God, I have to have 30 questions and I have to do this and I have to do that, do that. No, you really don't. And so if you look at my book, Recruit, uh, Book of Recruiting DeCosta Style, I have a whole big section on interviewing. And basically I go over my whole interviewing thing, which is called the BTOS Interview System, which basically just stands for Business Targeted Open Door Sequential Interview System. And what does that mean? If you have one question, just one question, you ask them something like, give me an example in your current project where you actually wrote the code. Let's just use that. Inevitably, as they ask answer that question, they're going to open doors to other questions. As an example, they may say, well, I went ahead and uh, coded this, this, and this, and then I sent it over to the testers to be tested. So obviously, it's question, well, what did the testers say about it? Did they have to send it back to you? Do that. So there's an open door. He didn't say, and the tester sent it on. He left it open, open-ended. And that's fine. The idea is that every question you ask is going to open up a door to another question and open up to another question until you feel you have enough. So then say with the tester, he said the tester said it was good to go and they went on. Okay, well, what did you do at that point? What was next for your project? He didn't just stop working and decide to take the rest of the month off, the year off or whatever. He did something else. Okay, what else did you do? At some point, if he wrote code, was that all the code for the project or was that just a little? You say, well, I wrote the code for the um, UI of the project and, and uh, went ahead and said to tester and then the test said it was good to go. Okay, great. Fantastic. Then what did you work on? And who worked on the other parts of the code? Because UI is only one part of a program. And where? what was your interaction with them? How did you work? You see what I'm saying here? If you, you need one question, just find one thing related to a project. Give me an example of something you did related to this project and let them steer you in the direction. And the reason why I say that is because if you're listening carefully, if you're losing your interviewing skills, your listening skills, and you're listening to what not only what they say, but how they say it, the words they use, the phrases they use, the breaks in when they talk, and listening in the background in case you hear typing stuff, you're going to know when you've got enough and you're good. You're going to know when you no longer have any questions. You're going to know when you're like good to go or thumbs down. You're going to know all this. It's all going to be self-evident because you'll know when you've got everything. You'll know when you feel comfortable. You'll get that feeling. And so 
the whole idea is now that mind you this is phone interviewing so we're talking all over the phone now when you get them in face to face well that's another situation uh but it's not too much similar the only real difference is going to be you want to ask them a different question but number two is instead of using your listology skills and that's what it's called listening that's think about it as active listening on steroids when you're listening to the words they use to answer your question the breaks in the words uh the time it takes them when they are kind of cut to thoughts um things like like i'm saying with um hearing typing in the background or a book moving which might mean they might be you know looking up answers that's all based on listening because you're on the phone once you get them in that listening is still active but then you add in the lookology where you can actually watch the way they're reacting to the questions you ask you could tell when they're nervous when they're not you could even tell when they're lying there's a great book by a guy named joe navarro called what everybody was saying and he was able to ascertain somebody was lying to police simply because of a finger movement. So they were trying to find out if this person committed the murder. They're pretty sure he did, but they couldn't get him to confess. So he, uh, Joe went in there and asked a question. And one of the questions was, so you said in your interview with the police that you went to the um, right when you went down the hallway. And he said yes, but when he said it, his left index finger, which points to the right, which points to the opposite direction is when he said he went, um, moved and pointed. So he asked it again, same response. So then he switched it around to say it a different way to confirm things and then his other finger went so basically he knew he was lying the thing is your body can't lie there's always a tell think about this as um you know when you play uh, poker and people are reading you that's what this is about that's what basically you're doing you're reading the candidate and everybody has a tell i don't care who you are i don't care how good a poker player you are everybody has a tell and your job when you're interviewing somebody is to figure out what the tell is most of the time it's pretty simple of course like i said that's face to face so in this little podcast here, we've gone through the phone and face-to-face. -face. And the big key is, if you just follow the BTOS and the look lithology, which is the lookology and lithology interviewing uh, techniques, and put it together, your interviewing becomes a breeze. Simple. You don't have to do a whole lot of prep. It takes one question, let them march you through the list by opening doors, and you go in until you feel good about a decision whether it be yes or no and when you bring me in face to face interviews it's the same process the only difference is now you can look at what their body is telling you as opposed to just listening that's it that's interviewing in a nutshell and uh you can find all this information in my book uh, which is entitled the book of recruiting to Costile. can be found on amazon and there you go uh long story short this was interviewing my name is dean DeCosta, the search authority <laughs>